Hello and welcome to the Hopeful Romantic MAN Podcast. This is your boy, Dropping Dimes, aka the Hopeful Romantic, aka the feminist who showed his tendencies. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a very special episode. Um, you know, I took Labor Day off. I hope you guys enjoyed it with your family and had a great time. Um, you know, celebrate, you know, every any time opportunity you get to be around family, take a day off and really enjoy what life's about, what all the work was about. I hope you guys really sat back and, and soaked it all in, you know, and had some beautiful weather. Um, so I want to welcome you tonight. It's a special episode that I'm I'm putting strictly on Spotify, our art, you know, iTunes, just for you know, wherever you get your um your fix for podcasting. But uh, you know, I had something to say today, so I, I figured I'd come on. It was really important to me to get this message out in a timely manner, only because it's just really been settling in my heart and in my head. And as it does that, I want to be transparent. I want to be able to put out what I'm thinking and uh, let you give you a glimpse into how Dropping Dimes mind works. Um, you know, over the last year, I've had a lot go on. And one of the things that went on was I got my heart broken. To be honest with you, when it first happened, I was I was hurt, obviously. And, you know, you go through the natural steps, the natural progression, you know, when you get your heart broken. But then, you know, if you're lucky and you're able to really sit with yourself and, and get an understanding of what happened and how things happened, there's always a silver lining and there's a message that's being sent that you need to learn. I always say that the universe is waiting for you to learn all the lessons to feel all the pain that you're supposed to feel, to go through all the things, the highs, the lows that you're supposed to feel before your time comes and they give you what you deserve. So what I like to do is I don't dwell. I actually respect how and why the situation ended and the way the person handled it. So that's not what this is about. Um, this is more so about me taking a deep dive and looking within myself. Now, why is that something special? You would think, Mike, you talk about that a lot, you know? Well, here's the thing. About a year ago, I wrote a book. It was called Shallow River to Deep Ocean, A Man's Guide to Understanding His Woman by First Understanding Himself. The book was well-received. It sold over 5,000 copies so far. I don't, you know, I don't know if that's a lot in the world of books, but to me, that's a huge number because I'm very proud of the, of that number. And um, a lot of the people that bought the book were women, which is, you know, it's no wonder it's going to be women because when I was writing the book, I consulted with groups of women. I brought my ideas, my theories. What do you guys think? Is this what you're thinking? Is this the information you're trying to relate to your man? Is this what you would like for them to be thinking at this time? So it's no wonder that when a woman reads it, she appreciates what I wrote because a lot of times it's with, it was with her in mind. On the flip side of that, when men read my book, I ask them to read it how I intended it to be read, which is I could point the finger at you, but first let me take a look at what I've done wrong. Let me examine myself. Let me pay attention to how I handle things. 
in order for me to be better next time. So, like I said, I got I got my heart broken and I had to sit. And it's funny because after, you know, it took me a while. It didn't happen right away. I had to sit and think, what what's the lesson in this one, man? I thought I thought I had this figured out. Like, this is crazy. Like it was dope. Like there wasn't there wasn't the arguing, the fighting. There was none of that stuff. Like this was supposed to be this was the easy relationship. This was fun. How how did this just end? And I and I couldn't, you know, at first I couldn't answer. But I couldn't answer it because I wasn't asking the right questions. I was focusing on the relationship and what went wrong with that in particular relationship, that particular relationship. The truth is I should have been looking at my own life and who I am, basically taking a good look at the man in the mirror and saying, okay, Michael, where could you improve? What did you do? How could you become undeniable? Where did you slip? Where did you fall? How did you uh, backslide? Let's get this, let's get this ship right. And it's funny how, how the universe teaches you lessons. Um, throughout this conversation, I'm going to alternate between God and the universe. You know, I hope you guys don't mind, but that's, that's just what I tend to do. Um, the universe has a funny way of teaching you a lesson. Right when you think you're on the top of your game and you think you have all the answers, it will humble you in such a way that will have you down in your existence. So let me let me now let me backtrack a little more. So along with this book came a very um I would want to say a moderately successful uh relationship advising uh company. It's called Dropping Dimes, um relationship advising, relationship coaching, and it's it's gone really, really well. It's gone really well. I'm really happy at the turnout, people coming to me and, and reaching out to me. One of the things I've always prided myself on is when people come to me, I do not share my ego or my past experiences. I don't, those are two things that I do not use to try to give them fresh advice. I look at their, their situation, I examine it for what it is, I keep my feelings out of it, and I try to give them what is best, in my opinion. And that's it. I definitely don't, you know, I always always pride myself in leaving my ego at the door and not, you know, my past. I always felt like, men, we will leave out a large part of our ego. We'll leave, you know, we'll leave that part out when we, when we're, a friend of ours comes and says, oh, my wife cheated on me. And a lot of guys be like, I would never take her back, man. I would never take her back knowing damn well many of you would. Many of you would, point blank period. You know, but you led with your ego, so you didn't let your you didn't let that part of you you didn't let your boy see that part of you where you're like, hey man, just fight for your wife, fight for your marriage. It's it's cool, man. I'm not gonna judge you. You want to take the hard stance. Well, like I said, man, the universe has a very funny way of humbling people. Because right when I was in a groove, and I thought I had all the answers, you you couldn't come to me, man. I was sitting on panels with people very, you know, established people that you may know, radio personalities. I was uh, in, in forums with people that, you know, that are recognizing the space that I'm in, in the relationship space. Like, so I'm sitting next, rubbing shoulders with people that, you know, are respected. And we're talking and having, and they're looking at me as a colleague, and we're having a conversation. And then when people would call me and they would tell me, Mike, oh, thank you. Oh, my God, I needed to hear that. That was amazing. 
here's what I found. What I found was after a while, it was no longer about helping people. It was about how it made me feel to help people. I was almost, I was leading with the ego where I was like, I'm benefiting from their well-being, which is not all that bad, but it's bad when you lead with your ego, when your ego is what's leading the conversation on the reason why you want to help them. That's that's not cool. You know what I mean? You got to fall back and really listen because there's going to be times where you know you don't have the answer. There's going to be times when you look at people and you're like, I don't, I don't, I don't know, and that's perfectly okay. You you don't you're not God. You don't have all the answers. You know, and unfortunately, when you get into a groove and you're able to answer a lot of different questions, you almost find that as a as like a challenge when somebody comes to you instead of just sitting there and saying, I don't I don't know. You still claim to know and you try to, oh, I think I could maybe if I and you try to give them your your version of what the solution would be. Well. The universe, once again, says, oh, Mike, you have all the answers, you know, everything. Okay, here, hold my beer. And it presents me with a situation that I'm dealing with, that I dealt with personally, where I didn't have any of the answers. I was baffled. I sat there lost, like, what? No, if you love, you're supposed to be loved back. If you this, you're supposed, it was like a math equation in my head. And when it wasn't panning out, I was like, no, what, what do you mean? This is wrong. And I could not justify it not understand what I had done wrong. Wait, 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 this is, this can't be right. This can't be right. If, if, if love is enough, love is always enough. But again, the universe had to show me nobody. Sometimes love is not enough. Love. You could have all the love in the world. If these two people aren't forcing each other to be better and they're stagnant, it's not going to work. You can have two people that absolutely adore each other and love each other but they don't like who they become within that relationship, that's not going to work. There's a lot of scenarios in which love is just not enough. You know, and you could sit there and hope and pray and wish and, oh, man, maybe, no, if I just, no, listen to me, it's not you. When they tell you it's not you, it's me, they're not lying completely. They really do mean it's me. You know what I'm saying? They really do mean it's not you, it's me. It is me. I want to get away from you. It is me. I want to get away from you. And the key is to examine your situation. So what I like to do is I like to do two different things. Two, there's two different exams. The first exam is when you look at it like game film. When you look at a situation like this that, that recently bookmarked, I look at it like game film. I don't look at it any other way. I review what I did wrong, where I can improve, and I measured the strength of well, what I was involved in. And once I do that, I chew the meat, I spit out the bones, and I don't review it anymore. I, don't, I stop reviewing it in my head. I start going up and down and up and down and trying to figure out every little nuance, every little crack, everywhere I messed up, I, I stopped doing that. Because that doesn't service anybody. You figure out what you did wrong, you agree not to make the same mistakes again, and you move on. You grow from the situation. That's how it should happen. Right. The second part of it 
is not so clear cut. Because the way I dealt with it was I said, okay, you know what, Michael? There is a message in this. There's a clear cut message in this. Don't let the message, don't let the pain in your heart make you overlook the message. Because the message is what's going to get you to the next phase of your life. The message is what shortens that time. You know they say time heals all wounds? It's what you do during that time that determines how long you're going to wallow and be in this pain. And I said to myself, I refuse to be in this pain for a long time. I refuse. I'm not doing that. I need to figure this out. Let me let me sit. Now, here's where the book comes in. When, uh, when I first, let's call it what it was, got dumped, there was a lot of haters out there. Ladies and gentlemen, there was a lot, and I hate to concentrate on the haters. I hate that. Trust me, I'm not that. But for this particular story, for this particular event, it's necessary that I point that out. There was a lot of haters, and the first thing that they would say is, oh, Mr. Mister wrote a book and thinks he knows it all, apparently doesn't know it all. And I'm not going to lie to you, initially, that got to me. Yeah, I, my, my whole business slowed down, and I start, I didn't want to give advice anymore. I'm like, what do I know? I don't know anything. I'm an idiot. I felt like a moron. I felt stupid. I No, this is horrible. I felt humiliated. Oh, I thought I knew everything. I don't know shit. Yeah, I did that. that that's what happened to me. Now, here's the truth behind that. The truth was, and I, and I want to credit my sisters, like with anything, with many of the things in my life. I want to credit my sister, Sassy, and my sister, Michelle. Because both of them said the same thing to me in two different conversations. They go, oh, but you know, the book was isn't about women. The book is about finding yourself. So I guess you're going to have to make everything in that book come true. Now we're going to see if what you wrote in that book is true or not. Remember, the name of the title of the book is Shallow River to Deep Ocean. A Man's Guide to Understanding His Woman by First Understanding Himself. First Understanding Himself. And that's the part that had been overlooked this whole time. That's the part that had been kind of like swept to the side while we decided uh, what was wrong with male-female dynamic or how, how a man should talk to a woman. We got too involved in those nuances that it kind of a lot of people scared away. And I want to bring it back to center. The book is based on men reading it and understanding who they are, what makes them tick, why they rather fix the dent in the car then do maintenance on the brakes. That's an analogy for a relationship. Why they rather deal with the disaster when she's upset and mad and leaving you than just do a little maintenance in advance and a little intimacy, a little setting, so stage setting prior to that. Why? You know? And um, I, I, I literally was like, you know what, Mike? Let's, let's figure this out. Let's sit down. Let's meditate. And let's really get an understanding of why Things went down the way they did, or or what the lesson is, because that's what I remember. I remember looking to the sky and saying, "What's the lesson? Not stop the pain, not please stop the tears, not none of that. It was, uh, what's the lesson? What's the lesson here? Please just give me that, because that I can start working with. I know, I know me, I know me. Give me the lesson, and it came to me, ladies and gentlemen, like an epiphany." It came to me like an epiphany. It was like, Michael, your story is not about loving yourself. Your story is not about a woman loving you. Your story is not about any of that right now. This story, what you're learning today, this lesson, 
is about humility. It's about humility. It's about me not knowing all the answers. It's about the universe showing me that humans are complex. Love is complex. Love is not that simple. About showing me how different people come packaged in different ways, their history, their traumas, all these things affect who they are. And how dare you oversimplify these situations? How dare you think that you have an understanding of the human condition? How dare you think that you can come and tell people that I've given free will to the that you understand and you can and you can translate what they have going on? That's what I that's the lesson I learned. And I said, you know what? I'm gonna soak that in. I'm gonna soak that all the way in. You're telling me humility? Hmm. Okay. Let, let's do this. So what's the lesson? Well, number one, I now had to make every theory, every sentence that I wrote in my book true. Let me see if I could learn to love myself. Let me see if I can now, by working on myself, following my father's advice, working on myself spiritually, financially, emotionally, mentally, if I could put my head down and work. Let's see now. Let's put these theories to the test. Let's see if it's true if a man, if there could be a man's guide to understanding his woman by first understanding himself. I always said that anytime a man that's not ready meets a woman, she's literally like a, a, a bump in the road on the way to self-discovery. That's what they are. It doesn't matter how good they are, how amazing they are, how sweet they are. If you don't love yourself, you end up ruining great women. End up ruining great women. You know, so it's very important that you take a stop, take a minute, and understand where where all these where this uh these relationships are coming from. You know, and I found that the number one thing for me was humility. It's basically saying, Michael, you do not have all the answers. Number one. Number two, sometimes things are gonna happen, right? And you're not gonna get closure. Sometimes things are gonna happen, you're not gonna get the answers that you're looking for. And that's okay, which is something I had a hard time with before. No, you need to know, no, and I would ask questions, no, no. And then you realize, no, the world doesn't work that way. If you're waiting for the world to be fair, you're gonna be worrying for a very, very, very long time. The world is not fair. It does not operate like that. You know, so the good thing about it is I had a blueprint. I was literally able to go into my book and start reading. And one of the first things I noticed was uh, taking the toxic out of my masculinity. Taking the toxic out of masculinity was one of the big ones. It was leaving that ego that I that I that I walk out the door with that has gotten me to where I am today and, and allowed me to be successful in different arenas to hang that up at the door when I get back in this house. Right? And when I deal with people. Leave that ego out there. When you're here, be present and give yourself to the person that you're talking to, the person that you're involved in. Listen. Don't be so quick with the answers. Listen. Pay attention. They have something to say. You're not just brushing them off because you, you, know, you want to say how smart you are and how amazing you are. That's not what you need right now. That's not what they need right now. 
They're literally coming to you for their comfort. They're literally coming to you for these answers. And your only job is to sit there and be non-judgmental and just pay attention to them. And too often, like I said earlier, when you're dealing with your ego, it does not allow you to behave that way. It does not. It makes you, every time you give an answer, every time you give a, a uh, you know, a situation, what you end up getting is the result of your ego leading. You get the, oh my God, I didn't think of it that way. You're so smart. Oh my God. You get all that. But the truth is, no. No, that's not what you want. You want what's best for the person you're speaking to. That's what you really want. You know? And, you know, one of the things, like I said, I had to come up and I had to say, hey, Mike, read. let's reread this book again and understand that the answers are inside of you. The answers are deep inside of you. You know what? What holds you back? What has held you back? What is it? What is the major malfunction? You know what I'm saying? You're bright. You get along with people. You're a communicator. You have... What's holding you back? What's that one thing that says, hey, you know, the, your future is in front of you. Go grab it, and you don't. Sometimes you got to figure that out. You got to sit. You got to sit with yourself, and you really have to understand the situation. You have to understand the situation. You know? So... I wanted you guys to come on. It was just going to be a brief, uh, a brief podcast today. But the message I wanted you guys to take away is: there's a lesson in everything. No matter how rough it is, no matter how crazy it is, there's a lesson in everything. You know, whether it's sometimes it hurts, and you got to you know learn how to deal in your emotions. Sometimes that's the lesson. Sometimes the lesson is that it hurts so bad. You're going to have to learn how to wallow in your emotions. Sometimes it hurts so bad, you're going to have to learn how to ask for help. Sometimes it's it's a situation where it leaves you confused and empty. But, hey, that's not, that's just, that's just how it is. These are the things that you have to learn, that you have to go over. Now, with that being said, I want to thank everybody for giving me your time. Before I close out, I just want to say this. Today is a very special day. 16 years ago, I got the world's greatest present. And ever since that day 16 years ago, I've enjoyed being alive. And this is one of the major reasons why. I had my daughter, my daughter Maya, the light of my life. The reason why I write, the reason why I podcast, because it's about legacy. And I want her, when she gets older, to remember me and for my name to ring bells so she can say that was my dad and be proud of it. I love that little girl with all my heart. It's the first time I've ever felt my heart beat outside of myself when I see her. She was one of my whys. She's one of my whys. She's one of my the reasons why I exist. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I want to say thank you very much for joining me tonight. I hope you bear with me as I, you know, bear a little bit of my soul and who I am and open myself up. Um, if you have any questions, comments, by all means, uh, send them to a man of dropping dimes 420 or manneverett um, at gmail.com. Or you could also send it to my Instagram at Mr. Underscore Dropping Dimes. I am going to put some links down below.
Um, I want to say thank you. Thank you very much. They say the two most important days of your life are the day you're born and the day you discover why. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been the Hopeful Romantic MAM Podcast. I'm your host, Dropping Dimes, a.k.a. the Hopeful Romantic, a.k.a. the feminist who showed with his tendencies. And I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart for helping me walk in my way. Have a good night, ladies and gentlemen. Peace.